Welcome to Zikru Dafsi Mar by Avram Goldhari and today Mazakas Tainas Davchas, the first parak Mate Masai. Just a reminder, we're almost there, the Grand Chizuk event. It's Sunday in Pasek, New Jersey. If you're on the fence, should you come, should you not come? Just, I'm telling you, push yourself to the side that you should come. It's going to be a remarkable, inspiring, amazing evening that's going to give you a tremendous boost in your learning and set your sights even higher in terms of what you think you can achieve in Lumina Torah and remembering the Daf day after day. We're looking forward to having you join us. You can just sign up via the link that's in your WhatsApp or your email, or if you're listening via Aldaf, just send an email to info at zichru.com. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Reish Lakish said, If you see a Talmud whose learning is as hard as iron, it's because his understanding of Mishnahis is not well organized. Rashi explains that he has a hard time understanding the Gemara because he's disorganized and doesn't remember the Mishnahis well, which should be mastered first before learning the Gemara. Alternatively, he may have also memorized incorrect versions of the Mishnah. So how does he fix this? Yarbibi Yeshiva. He should increase the amount of time in Yeshiva where the Talmud review Mishnayis. Rish Lakish would review Mishnayis 40 times Yom the Torah, corresponding to the 40 days the Torah was given to Moshe Rabbeinu, and only then would he go before Yochanan to learn Gemara. Rabada Baraba would review his Mishnayis 24 times, corresponding to the 24 books of Tanakh, and only then would he go to Rabbah to learn Gemara. Point number two, Rishwaki said, what does the following Pasuk mean? If a snake bites before it's charmed, then the master of speech has no gain. In the future, all the animals will gather and come to the Nachash and say to it, A lion mauls its prey and eats it. A wolf tears apart its prey and eats it. But you, what gain do you get? Rashi explains that the snake bites people and kills them, but gets no benefit from it. The snake answered, The master of speech has no gain. Rush explains that the Nakash responds that people who speak Lashon Hor as well get no benefit. In the future, Kush Baruch will bring those who speak Lashon Hor to the Nakash in order to embarrass it for the sin of enticing Adam Rishon. The speakers of Lashon Hor will be embarrassed together with the Nakash. And pointing with you, Rabbi Yitzhak taught, Baruch is not found except in an object that is hidden some way from the eye which Rashi explains is something that has not been counted. As the Pasuk states, Yitzav Hashem Itcha is a bracha ba'asamecha. Hashem will command the bracha in your storage towers. The word asamecha is like the word samui, which means hidden. It was taught in a brace, Ha'niknes Lamod is garna. When one enters to measure his stored grain, he should recite the following tefillah. Yeratzim ofenecha Hashem al-kinu shetishlach bracha b'masa yadenu. May it be your will, Hashem our God, that you send bracha in the work of our hands. When one begins to measure the grain, he should say, Baruch HaShalech bracha b'chri Blesses the one who bestows bracha on this pile of grain. If he measured first and then recited a bracha, it's a tefillah shav, a prayer in vain, because the bracha can no longer happen. For bracha does not occur in something that has been weighed, measured, or counted. It's found only in something that is hidden from the eye. So once again, the three points are number one. said, If you see a Talmud whose learning is as hard as iron, it's because his understanding of Mishnais is not well organized. Rashi explains that he's a hard time understanding the Gemara because he's disorganized and doesn't remember the Mishnais well, which should be mastered first before learning the Gemara. Alternatively, he may have also memorized incorrect versions of the Mishnah. How does he fix this? Yarbibi Yeshiva. He should increase the amount of time in Yeshiva where the Talmud review Mishnais. Reish Lakish would review Mishnais 40 times, Keneged Arbim Yom Shinit in the Torah, corresponding to the 40 days the Torah was given to Moshe Rabbeinu, and only then would he go before Rabbi Yochanan to learn Gemara. Rav Adav Bar Abba would review his Mishnais 24 times, corresponding to the 24 books of Tanakh, and only then would he go to Rabbah to learn Gemara. Point number two, Reish Lakish said, what does the following Pasuk mean? 
If a snake bites before it's charmed, then the master of speech has no game. In the future, all the animals will gather and come to the Nachash and say to it, A lion mauls its prey and eats it, a wolf tears apart its prey and eats it. But you, what gain do you get? Rashi well, explains that the snake bites people and kills them, but gets no benefit from it. The snake answered, The master of speech has no gain. Rashi explains that the Nachash responds that people who speak Lashon Hora as well get no benefit in the future. Kodesh Baruch Hu will bring those who spoke Lashon Hora to the Nachash in order to embarrass it for the sin of enticing Adam Rishon, and the speakers of Lashon Hora will be embarrassed together with the Nachash. And pointing with you, Rabbi Yitzhak taught, Eina Baracha Matsui El Badabra Samung Mina Ayan. Baraka is not found except in an object that is hidden, Samui, from the eye, which Rashi explains is something that has not been counted, as the Pasuk states, Hashem will command the bracha in your storage towers. The word asamecha is like the word samui, which means hidden. When one enters to measure a stored grain, he should recite the following tefillah. May it be your will, Hashem, our God, that you send bracha in the work of our hands. When one begins to measure his grain, he should say, Blessed is the one who bestows bracha on this pile of grain. If he measured first and then recited a bracha, it's a tefillah shav, a prayer in vain, because the bracha can no longer happen. For a bracha does not occur in something that has been weighed, measured, or counted. It's found only in something that is hidden from the eye. Alright, so now it's time to go to the sim for Dav Ches, and our standard simon is challah, challah. So here goes. The bachar eating a raisin challah as he struggled to learn from a Gomorrah made of iron, was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure when it suddenly fell through a hole in the floor to a storage area below where the grain had not been counted. Once again, it's slow motion. The bachar eating a raisin challah. Challah? That must have been more Ches. The bachar eating a raisin challah as he struggled to learn from a Gomorrah made of iron, which reminds us, Reish Lakish said, If you see a Talmud is learning is as hard as iron, it's because his understanding of Mishnahites is not well organized. As Rashi explains, he has a hard time understanding the Gemara because he's disorganized and doesn't remember the Mishnahites well, which should be mastered first before learning the Gemara. Reish Lakish would review his Mishnahites 40 times, corresponding to the 40 days towards given to Moshe Benu, and only then would he go before B'yokhan to learn Gemara. Ravada bar would review his Mishnahites 20 Four times. So the Bachi eating a raisin challah, as he struggled to learn from a Gomorrah made of iron, was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure, which reminds us, Lasiglavo, in the future, all the animals will gather and come to the Nachash and say to it that a lion mauls its prey and eats it, a wolf tears its part and eats it, but you, what gain do you get? Rush explains that the Nachash bites people and kills them, but gets no benefit from it. So the Nachash answered, The master of speech has no gain. Rush explains that the Nachash responds that the people who speak Lashon Hora as well get no benefit. So the Bachi eating a raisin challah as he struggled to learn from a Gomorrah made of iron was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure when it suddenly fell through a hole in the floor to a storage area below where the grain had not been counted. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yitzhak taught, Eina bracha matzui el bedavra samui mina ayin. Bracha is not found except in an object that is hidden samui from the eye, which Rashi explains is something that has not been counted. As the Pasuk states, Yitzhav Hashem itcha is a bracha ba'asamecha. Hashem will command the bracha in your storage towers. The word asamech is like the word sami, which means hidden. A person can say a bracha before he counts his grain, but after he counts his grain, his bracha is considered a tefillah shav, a prayer in vain. So once again, the bachar eating a raisin challah as he struggled to learn from a gemorah made of iron was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure 
when it suddenly fell through a hole in the floor to a storage area below where the grain had not been counted. All right, now it's time for four blah blah chazara. Daf Dalit. So the simmer Daf Dalit is a delid, a door. So here goes. The young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul. Door, door. That must be on Daf Dalit. Delid, door. The young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door, which reminds us of more being statements about young rabbinical students. Rabbi said, a young rabbinical student is like a seed beneath the earth. Once he sprouts, he sprouts, meaning once his name becomes known, he grows in prominence. He also said, When a young rabbinical student gets heated up, meaning he gets angry, it's the Torah that's causing him to get angry. So the young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door and improperly promised to serve the person who would let him in, which reminds us three people asked Shuloka Hogan improperly and two were answered properly and one was answered improperly. Eliezer and Shuloka asked improperly and were answered properly, whereas Yiftak answered improperly and was answered Shuloka Hogan improperly when his daughter was sent his way. So the young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door and improperly promised to serve the first person who would let him in, could hear the diaspora minion begin to mention rain on the first day of Shemini at Saris, and knew from then on they wouldn't stop, which reminds us. The Gemara asks what those in Gauls do who keep two days of Shemini at Saris when it comes to begin mentioning rain, and concludes that once one begins mentioning rain in the Musaf the first day, he doesn't stop. Daf hay, so the simmer daf hay is hay, a haystack. So here goes. The field of hay, hay, that must be on daf hay. The field of hay where wheat stalks grew miraculously in 11 days, Due to your rains in Nisan, which reminds us that the Gemara is how the Pasuk can say that your rains fell in Nisan when they usually begin in Marcheshvan. It answers that the Pasuk is referring to the miracle that occurred in the times of Yohan Navi when your rains fell in Nisan after many years of famine and stocks that usually take six months to grow only took 11 days. So the field of hay where wheat stocks grew miraculously in 11 days due to your rains in Nisan was overshadowed by a heavenly city, which reminds us the Gemara brings the source that there's a Yushalayim Shamala. But the Pasuk states, Yushalayim habunuya kir shechubur layachtav. The Yushalayim that is built will be like the city which is joined together with it. So the field of hay where wheat stalks grew miraculously in 11 days due to your rains in Nisan was overshadowed by a heavenly city where a young Nabi went prematurely gray was on his way up. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks how the Pasuk could say that old age came suddenly on Shmuel when he only died at the age of 52 and answers that a Kush Baruch made him prematurely age by making his hair turn gray so that Shmuel would pass away before Shaul's death so no one would suspect Shmuel of wrongdoing. The Gemara goes to a Kush Baruch for doing so. Dav Vav, so the simmer Dav Vav is a sword. So here goes. The man who finished plastering his roof with a sword, sword, that must be learned Dav Vav. The man who finished plastering his roof with a sword when the first rain fell, which reminds us that we learned different shatim of why the rains are called Yorah Umalkosh. One shot for Yorah is Yorah Shemoris Abrios Latiachagagosan. The first rain is called Yorah because it instructs its Moreh people to plaster their roofs, to bring in the produce from the fields, and to take care of all their needs before winter comes. So the man who finished plastering his roof with his sword when the first rain fell, breaking his net or not to get benefit from it until the second rains came, which reminds us, the Gemara notes that the first rain is to indicate when to begin requesting rain, and knowing the time the third rain is needed to indicate when to fast, but it asks what the purpose of the second rainfall is, and Rabbi Zerah said, Lenadarim for vows, for Osana Mishnah, Anodar Adagashamim, Mishiyerdugasham. If someone makes a net, that he will not get an off from a certain item until the rains, or from when the rains fall, He's not permitted to derive benefit from it until the second rainfall. So the man who finished plastering his roof with his sword when the first rain fell, breaking his net or not to get benefit from it until the second rains came, made a brach on the rain as he stood in a puddle with droplets coming down and splashing up. Which reminds the Gemara asks, when does one start to say the bracha over rain? 
When the chasen has gone out to meet the call, Rashi explains that this means that it rains so much that when a drop of rain falls into a puddle, some drops jump upwards. What Papa said, that since there's a malchuks, whether the end of the bracha for rain concludes rovodos or kelhodos, both endings should be said, kelhodos v'rovodos, God of Thanksgivings and many Thanksgivings. Davzain, so the symbol Davzain is a gun. So here goes. The boy who wanted to learn how to use a super soaker water gun. Gun? That must be more on Duff. Zion. Clay Zion. Weapon. Gun. The boy who wanted to learn how to use a super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained. Which reminds us we have a number of teachings regarding Gadol Yom HaGashamim about the greatness of a day of rain. There are those that say that a day of rain is greater than Tchiyas Amesim. Others say it's the equivalent to Tchiyas Amesim. Another Amora holds that a day of rain is as great as the day the Torah was given while there's an opinion that is greater than the day the Torah was given. So the boy wanted to learn how to use a super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained by peppering his water gun coach with lots of questions, which reminds the Gemara as why is the Torah compared to a tree like we have in the Pasuk, We learned just as a small piece of wood is used to light a larger piece, so it is with Tom the Kukami. The younger ones sharpen the minds of the older ones because they pepper them with a lot of questions. This is reflecting what Rebbe Hanina said. I've learned a lot from my Rebbe's, and from my Chaverim I've learned more than from my Rebbe's, but from my Talmudim I've learned the most. So the boy wanted to learn how to use a super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained by peppering his water gun coach with lots of questions. Didn't realize no rain would fall because of Lashon Hora and brazenness. Which reminds us we have several teachings as to what sin causes rain to be withheld, including this list as Mesopi Lashon Hora, or because of Azus Panim, brazen people, or Bitzel Torah. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zikr, wishing you a great day and great learning.